Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So we're better now? Yes. All right, okay. so. Let's is- start over. <laughs> A Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. A Game of Thrones. I almost said the wrong one. Alright, so this one, he has a, there's a cat and a jigsaw puzzle in that apartment. Oops, wrong one. Throw that note away. Throw that note away. <laughs> waka waka. Alright, so this episode was season five, episode three. Um, I don't remember what it was called. Um, but it was good one, and I really liked it. And did you did you feel like it was more it was like longer than an hour when you were watching it? Cuz that's how we felt. It was 59 minutes long. But you know what I mean? Like I felt like it was longer, like a long episode. There was just it so was much jam-packed. that it was a jam packed. Yeah, lots that they put in there. When when did I wrote it down? Um I think it was 40 some minutes, I forget. 40 some minutes before tits in this one. Speaking of which, did you guys read the article I posted? I didn't. Was it about? I am so sorry. I was. I, I saw you posted it when I was when I was driving home or when I was at work or something. So I did. I was like, I better read this before. So, I chose to watch. I chose to watch Jon Snow as a dinner guest instead. Instead, that's your one like pop culture reference to uh, Game of Thrones. So, so the article so, I posted. So, yeah, Levi, Levi, why don't you? Why don't you? We'll post. Report. We'll post it on the. We'll post a link to it on mm-hmm. our website and on the Facebooks. Um, but Levi, why don't you give us um, a little, like a like a rundown, a, a, a Bjork Brothers rundown? So it was called. I think it was called the Peen Problem. Uh, it, yeah, it, it, the Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is Peen Problem. Mm-hmm. And basically, it boils down to this, and there it's a generalized criticism of HBO, where there's a tendency on HBO you want to show nudity. You want to show lots of nudity. Okay, I'm just going to go ahead and say that I don't even know where, right? I'm pretty sure I know this is going, and I'm guessing it's not unique to HBO. Proceed. Okay. So, so HBO wants to, like, so they like to show a lot of sex and nudity. Well, it's, it's so they can differentiate themselves from the other channels, probably, huh? Yeah, because they're they like, can... they're, they're like, see, you could spend more money and see nakeds. Yeah, because you can't do that on NBC. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> so, and, and it's interesting, like, they had one where are the what? boobs in this? We need more boobs in this. You know what? Remember that one? Interrupting Levi. I think they have the equivalent of that guy as like an executive producer because they actually had a director talk about talk, describing his experience directing one of the episodes and he's like, um, and one of the executive producers approached him and was like, yeah, I re- you know, we've got, we've got other producers that are into the artsy stuff. I represent the pervs in the audience. And I'm saying you need no, to have no, no, there's not. You, you, I'm saying you need you need to have you need to have boobs in this scene, or you have, need to have nudity in this scene. So they basically have that guy. Um, like one of the directors actually talked about this conversation, and so he put made made 
there be nudity in the scene. Yeah. Okay. So the good. So so the the paradox of HBO and and in 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 this case they're talking about um, a, a Game of Thrones. A Game of Thrones. A Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Um, the, is they push sex and nudity, but they act, so they'll go out of their way to have like the sex septon. You yeah. need seven whores. Well, yeah, okay, so yeah, so they that's a classic, and they use that example later on, like in their analysis. Okay, so they go out of their way to show nudity, mm-hmm. like where it's not necessary. Sure. Um, but it's always female nudity. Mm-hmm. So you have on the one hand female nudity where it's unnecessary. But then you have, on the other hand, places where it's actually distracting that they don't show male nudity. Places oh, where yeah. it would be completely natural. So Dario right. Naharis is like, gets out of bed. And he's from, walking around. He's walking around and you don't see it. You, sh- I mean, it's everywhere, it shows everything but that. Or then the two dudes are lounging in bed. Yeah. I mean, Classic okay. example. They... So, yeah, I mean, like, okay. Or, or this isn't oh, is an HBO, but remember, have, have either of you seen Gone Girl movie? No. Remember what a big deal it was that it showed for, like, a nanosecond the side of Ben Affleck's dong? Side dong. Side dong. And it's like, it's the, that was just like... The, it was just this huge thing. It's the, this rarer equivalent. And, it's, and I side. think it's, it's almost American, too, right? Don't you think? Because, like, if you watch, like, 28 Days Later, the very first opening shot, penis. I'm just trying to remember what that guy's name is. Like, Um, it's like, he's a visionary. (laughs) uh, (laughs) So, here's the, okay, so, here's the. So, well, one guy who's having sex and another guy is watching through the wind, through a peephole. (laughs) While he's getting head and somebody else is watching him. (laughs) Bathroom break. (laughs) Bathroom break. We're just totally derailing so, your story. But, but one thing, they, they, the most recent example is the high septum. Yeah. Okay, so the whole point I mean, of him being... Sh- that was, I think, kind of necessary, right? What, I'm not as much talking about the, the, the women as as him. So the whole point oh, is... they didn't the, show his ding-dong, yeah. The whole point is, like, they march him through the street whipping his ding-dong and, and whipping him, mm-hmm. uh, his non-ding-dong parts as well. Um, and he's, the, it's supposed to like, they're humiliating him and marching him through the street. Flat, Perfect example body. to like show his like withery old man fat Oh dick. dude, it's so fun. Like it would have been so humiliating. Like that would great. Like that's what you're supposed to like that. Humiliation. That's what, that's so, what he, that's precisely what was humiliating so, him. So, so Natalie, I don't know how many old men you've seen naked. I don't want to talk. I don't know. I don't know. No, unimpressive. No, no, no just I'm unimpressive. just, I'm just saying like, it's hilarious when you go to the gym. And they walk around, and it's hilarious how funny they look naked. Well, I've oh, seen yeah. old women naked. And yeah, it's, a, and it's, it's, the sim- it's the same. It's the same. And, it, and, it, and you know, like, naked. Like, the same like, amount of folds. And I hope that when I'm that age, I don't give a fuck either. Yeah, but I think <laughs> these old dudes don't give a don't. Yeah, they don't care at all. Like, they'll just hang around. They'll be, like, standing naked in front of the mirror shaving. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck like, they're whatever. like, well, that's because they're like, back in, when we were in... Back when we were fighting the Koreans, we were in the mess hall like this. Yeah. We, <laughs> when we were fighting the when we were fighting the Japs in Korea. <laughs> um, yeah, we, yeah, we fooled around sometimes, but it wasn't gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just what was, we did. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna make a funny funny joke. Um, 
on Instagram, but I didn't. But there's this, there's this across from the, my hotel where I was staying this week. Um, the hotel with the, sh- with apparently had really shitty. I, we, I was able to do it before, but anyways, um, the the Wi-Fi was bad. That's why we had to postpone the recording of this. But um, there's a Asian restaurant, and it's like food from five Asian countries. And I wanted to like hold up a video to the sign while I'm going like, and then my hand in front of it going like, like Japan, uh, China, uh. Tokyo, uh, <laughs> Beijing, <laughs> uh, 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 Korea, Korea, Korea North Korea. <laughs> have, you seen, have you ever seen that? Um, I think it's on the oatmeal. It's about like the comparison oh, between yeah, like Asian yeah. Asian food in like big cities and in small towns. And like it's like all these different like specific like Korean, you know, Japanese sushi. Mm-hmm. You know, and Vietnamese, and the and small town is just diarrhea dragon. It's like that's the name of it. and it's got like featuring pho, you know, sushi. Yeah, it's like sushi. everything combined. And, then, and, it's uh, called, sweet, and it's sweet and sour pho. And it's called diarrhea dragon. Diarrhea dragon. <laughs> so that's kind of our joke about. Yeah, it's... whenever we go to like a to like a greasy Chinese restaurant. Or drive by one in it's a small town. Dragon. But sometimes dragon. you're surprised with the small. Well, what I've learned, I think, Asian, absolutely... I think with Asian restaurants, that's not, that's generally true. But sometimes you're surprised. Yeah. Like you'll find, like in Iowa, I found some really good Mexican restaurants. You always order off the menu. Yeah, no, don't order the special or the, the or the buffet or the buffet, and you're gonna get good stuff. I mean, sometimes the buffet's good too, but well, like, like hohos in safe, at the know? university. Like yeah. if you go at the right time, it's like fresh. But they love me there. Like they. I I, I I got a lot of stuff from that restaurant when yeah, I was pregnant yeah. with Amelia. And they know exactly what I come. I come up there like number nineteen. Yeah, yep. that's, that's what um, I want. But mm-hmm. the interesting number thing number nineteen about, special. Oh yeah. The interesting thing about Canada, and I'm sure it's the same in the U.S. But Canada. I'm sure it's the same well, in the U.S. I've never been there, but I'm sure it's the same. No, but like okay, so <laughs> so like the U.S., Canada, the the railroad that went across the country is built by. Um, Chinese people. Sure. Um, and for that reason, every like prairie town across the across Canada that's along the rail line has a Chinese restaurant because someone stayed behind and opened up a restaurant. Sure. Sure. Um, so you get the you get these very like small, historically monochromatic. Um, Canadian towns that that all have a Chinese restaurant in them. Let's get back to the naked things. Let's okay. get back to the naked. Um, okay. Let's so, get back to that topic before we get into this sub. Gone. What were what where how did we get off on talking about Asian food? I don't remember. I don't know. Diarrhea was... dragon, Wi-Fi. I don't know. Yeah. Asian. We somehow got there. I don't know. Anyway. Somebody map it out and write email us. Yeah. Um. Okay. So moving on. So that was basically it. Read the article. They they they're more um, better kind of. Oh no analysis. no no no. New window. Are you not recording? No, I am. Um, I'm trying to open up. Um, I'm trying to open up so we can read our emails later. Um, oh. But when I hit the Google Chrome, like you know how like when you um. When you like set up your favorites, it pulls up like you. So I click it, and it pulls up like seven windows. Like, mm. like, 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 
like unnecessary amounts of windows. Like all my favorite things, I like to check. Oh, so we were about to hear like the autoplay porn videos. That yeah, pop. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like the 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 HJ special dot oh, dot HJ. There was one day that the spam filter went down on the entire University of Alberta mail server, and all of a sudden we were just like a bombarded all, with all kinds inundated. of offers to increase the size increase of our member size, and yes. show your lady pleasure. Yep. I had gotten some, we, we started, we got some spam sneaking through our filter. It was really sneaky. It was like, um, please see my, I'm interested in the job. Please see my attached resume. Oh, that's sneaky. Ooh, that is <laughs> and sneaky. it's like, and it's like a .exe type of, uh, Oh, it's an executable. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, Okay. Click. I can see some old professor being like, "What do I do to open this? Do I double? Do I double drag and drop this?" And then like <laughs> windows popping open. It's like, oh, run, run. Okay, run. No, set up. No, no. It's <laughs> like um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen Sleepy Hollow that show. Um, uh, once or twice. I watched it with you. Once. Yeah, there's a there's one episode where it because one of the funny things I like about that show is he's like Ichabod Crane is so he comes to the future, right? He, yeah. he wakes up in the future. He wakes up now, in nowadays. And so every, once in a, at least once an episode, he's flabbergasted by some piece of modern technology. But in this <laughs> one, he was trying to work in a computer, and trying to, and all of a sudden, things kept popping up. No, no first, this, this, this video is like, Hi, how would you like to chat with me live? He's like, I'm sorry, madam. What is this device? He was like, I'm sorry, madam, but I am betrothed. Uh, I appreciate <laughs> the, your advances, though. And then he's like trying to close it, and more shit pops up. He's like, uh, 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 shuts the. <laughs> and he just shuts it. <laughs> but he like talks back to the computer, like, "I'm sorry, madam, but I am betrothed." <laughs> so back to the nudity thing. Um, I have a feeling though it confirms what I said last week when we were talking. My theory that it costs a lot more for companies, whether it's TV production companies like HBO. Or film production companies to get a good to get a male actor yeah. to hang dong than it does to get a female actor to show a boober. Do you, well, do you remember my professor Whatever. who was um, who was married to a, her ex husband as an actor? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, His best friend's Bradley Cooper. <clears throat> yeah, and so she was talking, telling me about this, and I'm trying to remember the exact specifics. But he never like broke through and like was a major star. Uh, but he was in a lot of like TV shows, um, like as a minor minor character. Always typecast. <laughs> you, know yeah. who, you know who always hung dong in his early career? David Duchovny. Oh really? Yeah, he did it a lot. I bet he did in Californication. Did he in California? I don't know. I've never seen that, but I, I've read. Seems I've like read kind of the kind of show where you'd hang dong. I feel like. Um. Anyway, let's take some calls. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um. This this guy was in a movie in in a TV show and like they they hired him and they're like oh yeah you're gonna have to be naked for part of it he's like well I don't really feel comfortable with it and like there's this whole ongoing negotiation about like the whole amount of how much of his butt they would show and how much money they'd offer him for how much just butt do it show. man it's a job yeah I don't know different people are different yeah different people are different. Different people are different. Hey, you said oh, the it. Wit, the wit and wisdom of Levi Dior. Mm -hmm. No, it's uh, it's it just do it. Like, who gives a shit? Like, you know, 
I don't know. Yeah. Like, and I say this as not someone who looks good naked, that I would do that for a thing. Sure. Just do it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'd want them to maybe turn the heat up a little bit in the it's video. Like, you, know, you know, it's like, um, not that Julianne Moore doesn't look good naked, but, like, she's always, like, I was reading an interview with her about how she's always been like, yeah, sure, whatever, I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Julianne Moore? Yeah. I like her. I do, too. I, she's a I've handsome always, woman. I've always had a crush. I've actually always had a crush on her. Even now when she's, like, 50. I, think I would like to be... I wouldn't mind being 65 and married to her at 50. I saw, I saw her in... That's, oh, the, watched... that's the standard age difference between men and women who get married, right? I watched yeah, that movie Crazy Stupid Love or something mm. with Steve Carell. I watched it on good. the airplane. It was really good, actually. Yeah, it actually... Um, it was kind of one of those responses to kind of that... Um, the game type of thing. Oh, yeah. Because uh, What's-His-Face's Ryan Gosling's Steve character. Steve Carell? Or no, Ryan, Ryan Gosling's character. Oh, I've seen that! Who's, like, coaching... Yeah, who's, like, coaching and he turns Steve Carell's out character it's... in the game, and, like, it just turns Steve turns Carell... Turns out it's Steve Carell's daughter that Ryan Gosling's falling for. Yeah, so, like, he like, falls oh. in love with her, and then just realizes how superficial, like, this lifestyle he's been leading has been, and, like, he turns Steve Carell into this huge douchebag. Anyway... Oh, yeah, wow. It's like that episode of Family Guy, too. Yeah. Brian, Brian falls in love with a girl, and then... And um, ends up being Quagmire's dad? Probably. Remember that one? Because yeah. Quagmire's dad... Yeah, was... <laughs> yeah, I do remember that one. Quagmire hates him so much. I th- You know what? I th- it actually, I saw Julianne Moore naked with... Wasn't she in Boogie, Bo- uh, Boogie Nights? I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, this episode, one thing, I let's talk about this episode, and, and as we go, let's take note of the transitions, because I want to say that previously, heretofore, in Game of Thrones, they will jump scene to scene, cut scene to scene, with little or no hint of transitions, right? Yeah. Um, and this one had a little more of a Archer feel, and even in the last one did too, like, you know, Archer, where they're like, what did you say? And then cut to an extent. I said I did this. You know, it was like almost like that's comedic when they do it in Archer. Mm-hmm. They do a they do they do they do cuts from scene to scene that are telling. Like they did it first in the last season when the in the last episode when they're like, how many dwarves are there in Westeros? Cut head off of a dwarf, and then yeah. you know. So we start here. We've got um, Arya Stark doing. So so we'll just keep that in mind as we go through, and we'll just yeah. go through. We'll just go through chronologically. Go through. Is that okay? Yeah. That's, that's fine. Perfect. Well, I'll, I'll try to minimize the digression. No, no, no. We can go. We can. We can. No, let's digress because people like to listen to that. Let's get down to business, business and to brush defeat. our teeth. Didn't yes. you say you did that one time? Yeah, for a while. I Astrid was is generally that song. not impressed with Levi. Astrid doesn't like off. my yeah. my, uh, <laughs> my humorous takes. Or his general inability to reproduce like the I, lyrics. I, I of am you are such a dad. Times. You are such he's, a dad. He's also just really bad at remembering lyrics. He's a dad. That's what he is. Uh, yeah, so I'm horrible at remembering lyrics, so I've embraced it, and I just butchered them on purpose now. All right, so we start Arya. out. Arya's at the House of Black and White. She's doing karate kid training. Pretty much, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Like the kind of thing where it's um, – or, or in the, even in the new karate kid, where like, pick up your coat. Put on, take off your coat. Pick up your coat. Remember that? Yeah, and that turned out to be some like elaborate series of blocks, 
Yeah. <laughs> remember? Do you remember? Oh yeah, I remember. We talked about. I've never watched Karate. We talked right. We talked about the new, both the old and new Karate Karate's Kid in the last podcast. Yeah. The old and new oh. Karate's Kid. New Karate's Kid. I've never watched. I've watched Sidekicks with Jonathan Brandis. Have you seen Three Ninjas? No. Oh. Have you seen Three Ninjas Kick Back? Nope. Okay. I haven't seen Three Ninjas Kick Back. I've seen Three Ninjas. Remember when they practiced fighting on the dummies and the light lights up when they hit kick the dummy to nuts? Yeah. That's that's cute. Anyway, so Arya starts doing like, and then we cut to Tommen and Marjorie. Cut to. And that was cute because Tommen is so cute about discovering sex, right? Yeah. He's always like, like, he's like, it happened so fast, too. And Marjorie's like, all the time. And Marjorie's like, yeah, it did happen. Yeah. Yeah, it happened real fast. My king. She's she's pretty savvy. Yeah. My goodness. Although, you know what? She's hit the fucking jackpot as far as marrying a Lannister goes. Yeah. Uh, he's the best of the last Yeah, like, you know, he's he's just a sweet, sweet boy. He's just a sweet, sweet boy. Oh, and he worships her. It's not like yeah. Joffrey, who on the wedding night probably would have done he, really sadistic things to her. Thing. He's banging his babysitter is what his, he's doing. Yeah. Pretty much, Basically. yeah. Um, but, like, he's well-behaved. Like, he's a well-behaved yeah. kid who gets to bang his babysitter. So then, so Marjorie starts putting in these little thoughts into his head brilliantly. Oh, she's just manipulating she is, him. Yeah. Brilliantly. Um, um, she's good. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I said, why I put a transition mark like there was a good transition between that Marjorie and Ty- Tom and to Tommen and Cersei. I don't remember what it was, but there was a good transition between those two. Well, that's why. Well, Tommen went like... straight to telling Cersei, don't you love, don't you miss Casterly the Rock? Mm-hmm. He's like, don't you want to go back? Don't you want to go back? Yeah. Don't you want to leave? Oh, God, it'd be hard to... Because Tommen was... Marjorie is basically saying, like, oh, it must be hard because she's always... She's She's always always going to think of you as her baby. baby. You're her baby, you know, but but I'm a man. Yeah, but, uh, you know... And she says it in such a way, like, she... So so she can't be found culpable because the way she's talking is she's like, oh, that's so great of your mom. Yeah be that way and he's like actually it's not i disagree with you wife yeah yeah oh and it is cute when he's called she's like husband he's like wife do you remember when you guys first got married and you started calling each other that and how how uh how like novel that was yeah yeah, yeah. it was wasn't it you're like oh, it was, you're it was novel. and you were all snuggly and probably i assume remember? we were snuggly we were snuggly Little plump, still, Le- little, still... little, little plump Levi. <laughs> you weren't plump. You wasn't. You weren't that plump. You were young. You were just a young baby face. I was plump. I was definitely plump. No, you were just a baby face. Anyway, let's let's move let's on. Let's move on. Um, Get down to business. So so then let's so then we have Marjorie and Cersei and and Marjorie's doing these little digs at Mar- oh, she's Marjorie. She's taking it too far. It's oh. too far. It's way too far. Like I so know, awkward. like for, from time. Have you, I mentioned that like, I'm banging, banging your son? And then I said, we like, need to sleep. <laughs> like, like this is goes. This has gone back forever. Like you know that Eve was saying to Adam's mom, like, like digs, like. It, why? What's the deal with mother-in-laws and da, and wives? What's the deal? 
Well, there's all these theories about... What's the deal with that? What's the deal with mother-in-law? What's the deal? Yeah, um... So all these, we, like, we theories all do about, our, like, sorry, displacement, <laughs> like, displacement, basically, and yeah. the younger version of oneself. Well, the idea of, like, the important... Your importance as the female figure in that person's life well, being displaced. and. Well, and even, like, not even the... Like, I guess, I guess you could even talk about how, like, we, you and I didn't get along at first. Yeah. <laughs> because cause Levi married, ended up dating a girl who was just like his brother. Um, Nate, Natalie, what? 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 Two super OCD types yeah, who, who like to boss Levi around. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but now Natalie and I are best friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Nate, Nate Natalie's my Natalie. best girlfriend. Natalie's my best girlfriend. Nate, Even Nate, though she doesn't like me talking about You're my best boyfriend who's not Levi. But even though you don't like me talking about some things. Yeah, that's off limits. No. <laughs> um Nate Nate and Natalie text each other more than Nate and I do actually. <laughs> it's true. Because Nate Nate's that's first go to Natalie responds to me. Oh, I respond. Levi's unreliable. I'm unreliable. I'm sorry. You know what's the worst? And it's like, I'm trying also, to get a hold of you, and Nat- you're, like, engaged. And you're obviously doing some, like, Facebook interaction elsewhere. And I'm like, God damn it! I need to get in touch with you about something. And you're like, and I can see, like, Levi posted on so-and-so's no, what, status. What I like about, what, one thing I appreciate that, and I love you, Levi. You're my best friend. And I do. But Natalie will be honest with me about stuff. And you'll be like, no, that's cool. <laughs> no, it's cool. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking pleaser. about I'm like you're you're a people pleaser, and so like I'm like I think this is whatever this and this, and you're like and you're like yeah I agree, and now he's like no you're wrong, and I can't think of a specific example right now. It, it, it also is possible Natalie and I don't see eye to eye on every single thing. <laughs> no, we don't. We fight a lot, and it's 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 kind of a hard. It's kind of, like mostly because neither one of us wants to admit that we're wrong, and that's yeah. you two are the stubborn. We're stubborn. We're both stubborn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I Beep. remember one time you guys were doing a, a mowing lawns at a, as a company together, and Natalie was drinking out of a gallon jug while driving, and Levi's like, "Stop drinking out of a gallon jug!" And Natalie's like, "Shut up!" And Levi punched Natalie in the face while Natalie was driving. Oh wait, that no, was me way. and Levi. Yeah, that was you and I. <laughs> you punched me in the face because you didn't like how the I. Female version of your brother, Levi. Yeah. Anyway, so Marjorie's Thursday, and she's like, uh, "Can we offer you any wine?" Um. But sorry, right after, after she was very strategically talking about how, oh, I cannot possibly have sex with you one more time tonight. Can we offer you, yeah, and can we offer you any wine? We don't normally drink this early, but we, like, I'm sure dick, we dick, dick, dick. Just dick, like, dick, you know, dick. I've seen a couple movies where, where bosses take that power move, mm-hmm. where it's like, you want some scotch? Oh, okay, I guess. Mm-hmm. Aren't you going to have some? It's 10 in the morning. Yeah, but. I will. This, this seems to me like it's a very, it's a very, um, like familiar interaction among women, in like a like a patriarchal culture. Yeah. Like like before, it's, a, it's a this this conversation is for vying for status, right? And also there there's oh 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 that one. I thought you meant like the one the red tent talk she was having with her friends. No, I was talking about basically like trying to, basically competing for who is you know. Oh yeah. For yeah. The idea that women don't get along is perpetuated by the idea yeah. that 
they shouldn't get along. And also that the, it, it also is perpetuated by the fact that they don't get along. In a lot of times, I think. I think I think the frenemies thing. But I think it's because they're women are socialized to be competitive with one another. Right. That they have to be competitive for the attention of the men. Men in their lives. Like, which is, um, I think, because Levi and I talked about this in a Blacklist podcast about the Hillary and Monica thing. Yeah. Well, that she would have been villainized in this whole thing. Like yeah. she was, like she came out of it pretty poorly. Like that. She was the her, victim of the whole thing. She, I didn't she realize the whole thing. And like, and, and and I read the Vanity Fair thing that Monica Lewinsky wrote, and she also did a TED talk, but I never heard that one. I never heard the TED talk. But um, about but it was it's 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 just interesting. I don't have anything smart to say about it. No, but I I think um. Yeah. No, I I think. It, yeah, it was just a familiar type of interaction from, like, medieval literature and, like, the little passive-aggressive, yeah. you know, type of jabs women take at each other. Sure, sure. And, you know, Bring each other one down to size, basically. Well, well like, in, like, your, um, your, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make myself sound like an idiot because you're the expert on this, but, like, like, the Mary and Martha thing, mm-hmm. right? Um, I'm sure, like, like, because that's Martha making little digs at Mary. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, Let's move it's on. like my sister is not being very useful. Yeah. And Jesus is like, well, she's doing the better thing. Yeah. And 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 they're judged. And Martha's how like, well God they're... damn it, this house isn't gonna clean itself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, Natalie did her dissertation on Scandinavian shits regarding the Mary and Martha shits. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Am I right? <laughs> Much. And at the time, they conflated Mary of Magdalene with that Mary. So, I, even more things. They're like, they have the same name. Must be the same uh, person. Must be the same person. Well, there's a papal that Natalie doesn't think I pay attention to things. But there was a papal sermon about this. that, that Gregory was, the Great. Gregory the Great. That was the foundation of that whole conflation of the three uh three women the the women who anointed jesus mary, feet, of, mary magdalene. of magdalene and well people and... still think mary of magdalene mary magdalene anointed jesus feet people still think that Even yeah there's the no indication woman. in the text and the implication that her sins were all sexual because she was like a prostitute yeah. even though no one say that well, anyway because she dared speak in front of and uh, i think sir andrew lloyd weber propagated that and that Christ. she would have Jesus had something to repent. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, that that whole interaction was like an interesting one for me. Yeah, yeah, very. Oh, it's so tense. I get tense with those sorts of interactions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. It's almost really more tense. so like just why don't you pull out a sword and fight each other? Like well, that'll be what... less tense. That'd be less I, tense yeah, if they started psychological punching. warfare. Yeah. Um, I think what made me the most nervous about it was because I actually started to feel really sad for Cersei. And that yeah. made me feel right. Yeah. Like, because in terms of winners and winners and losers her. of this episode, in terms of yeah. the Cersei, Cer- uh, the, the, yeah, the Cersei Marjorie battle, Marjorie yeah. won this round. Marjorie won this round. Uh, by decisive, I'd say like if this went to the judges, we'd say like all three judges would say it goes to Marjorie. Even with poor, I mean, like almost to the poor sportsmanship type of thing, like yeah. making multiple references. Like even with to, a, po- to a point. Sex with Tommen, you know, yeah. is that necessary, Marjorie? It's not necessary at all. You could allude to it. Like, I'm just thinking like my mom would not like to even. 
even when I was married, I used to be married listeners. Even when I was married, my mom didn't like to hear about me having sex. Well, I and I did talk about it to my mom. You, you did. You no, know, you you really crossed those lines, Nate. I think you I did. thought she would you be know? proud of me. Because... And then I had sex with my wife. Well, no, I was talking about my sperm count to my mom, and I thought she'd be proud of me. And it was happened to be at the dinner table. Oh, that's so funny, oh Nate. God. You just don't. You well, don't. Mom and Dad were like, Nate, stop talking about your sperm count at the dinner table. I was like, yeah, but you should be proud of me. I'm a virile man. Lots of swimmers down there. And they're modal. High motility rate and viability. Not very many mutations. All right, next thing. Boys are working overtime. (laughs) If you know what I'm saying, LOL. All right. LOL. Winky face. All right, let's let's go to Winterfell here. Winterfell. So... Winterfell, we got the played, played okay. men and, and women. This is where shit got like way past where the books are at. It was uh huh. Oh, I am Jizzle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we've already passed the books, but like when I, if you look at like the Wikipedia pages for these episodes, they'll say this is from book three, this book four, this book five, this like they're all. Like, uh, yeah, we know. It's uh, this is book six or seven, whatever. Anyways, um, or if, if at all, um. If at all, it Which, it could be, it could be like Winterfell is nuked, and because and because none of those characters are consequential to the end end game that George R. R. Martin explains. Well, it's like in Jurassic Park when they bomb the fucking island in the book, and <laughs> and and um, so therefore, like they were all, they were only able to make the Lost World a book because he was like, oh, surprise, there's another island, but like we keep making movies about them going back to Isla Nublar, which yeah. was nuked in the books. Anyways. So, so we have Winterfell, we have Alfie Allen, uh, what's his name? Uh, Reek slash Theon. Theon, that's it. Um, um, and he overhears them talking about, like, marrying uh, Ramsay or Roos? Which one's the younger? Ramsay. Ramsay to Sansa, and so he's like, oh shit. And so that was kind of cute when, like, but, um, there was, that was, this was one of those good transitions where, um, it was Winterfell and they're like, we need you to marry a good match. Cut to Sansa and Peter Baelish. Yeah. And then Sansa's realizing it because she's finally, because she, even though she's got this dumb face, she, there's, she's starting to learn how to think. She's not a stupid person. She's not a stupid person. She just never learned how to think. Littlefinger's extra creepy lately. You know? oh, he's, so some, he's he's like, but he's extra creepy these days. You know, bathe children. <laughs> I like I like the tie back. Like we, we're reminded that Littlefinger has brothels still running in. Uh... Yeah. So so how who's managing? He's he's got he, who's managing those? Uh, Olivar, I think. Oh okay. I think maybe he maybe him who's who's uh, what's his name's lover Loris's. Okay. He he's he's a he's a. Part-time male prostitute, part-time oh, manager of the... Part-time uh, pill. Yeah. Because... It's, in, it's, it's employee-owned. It's you employee know. It's like Woodman's. <laughs> it's an employee-owned company. Better prices, better prostitutes, because we're employee-owned. <laughs> that, that, that joke is for people who only live in Madison. <laughs> we got it. Yeah. yeah. Um... But no one else who listens to this podcast does. 
<laughs> okay. Um. So then they're like, "We're okay. This is Moat Kalen." Um. And then they go in, and then the transition there is Pot and Brienne are following them. Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, we can't go there." Brienne's like, "I know where they're going." And Pot's like, "Okay." Um. So Moat Moat Kalen is um is if I recall from the books, they don't talk about it a lot in the. It's just one of these the, fealty lands, right? Yeah, but it's like it's like a castle surrounded by like almost impassable marshlands. Is it one? Is that the one where there's like a hidden under the water walkway, or is that? Am I thinking about a different place? No, that's that's near the wall. That's okay. in the that's up near near the wall. Okay. Um, no, Moat Kalen is like it's like your your passage to the north, and if you can't go through the it's a fortress, so it's a w- very well protected. And if you can't go through it, then it's a long way around. Okay. Okay. So it's it's a, it's kind of a very strategic um, location, but unpleasant to be in because it's like all marshy and stuff. Yeah. Like, like in the um, in the books, like you have reference to like um, what's her name. Um, is it Asha, 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 her folk. Oh, Asha or Osha? Uh, the uh, Ironborn one. Is that Asha? Who's Yara in the show? Yara, sorry, yeah, yeah. So you have in the books. In the books, you have in the books, you have Yara, Yara slash Asha, mm. and her her men there, and they're all getting like sick and stuff because it's all like wet and yeah, gross. yeah. They're all getting like athlete's foot. Yeah, athlete's foot and their lungs. Yeah, just know? athlete's lungs. Athletes and yeah. not the healthy kind of athletes. Long athletes, which is everything. Just yeah. athletes, everything. Um, but one thing I liked about this, so in this one, Pod and Brienne, they start actually talking to each other a little bit. Yeah, and Brienne's going to start training Pod finally. So Brienne, 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 what was it that Pod said? What was it that Pod said that made Brienne decide I will train you? Was it like you're the greatest fighter? Like I don't mind squaring for you you're the greatest fighter i've ever seen and then brianne's like 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 she's like maybe maybe i should maybe i should and then she's like i'm sorry i snap at you all the time yeah she opens up she realized that pod's been dicked over by uh everyone he basically basically said like he's like the most noble knight that he's ever yeah and and she and he he's like well like he's been treated as or like in the it mistreated miss fairly unfairly and so is she so they're like kindred spirits you know yeah and she, she told like him that whole story she about, told like, him the story yeah about yeah and and, and that, that's, I like, a, that's I like very it. exposing that's very exposing to a, a person who needs very vulnerable that's yeah. very exposing to it doesn't matter if you're a woman or a man but if your goal in life is to be a warrior you don't want to expose feeling stuff right yeah and like it's i, I like that backstory about renly um because yeah. Because, like, mm-hmm. first of all, it's, like, him showing her, like, this profound kindness. But also, like, the the reveal that, yeah, of course I know he's he's not into women. Right, right, right. And I'm not stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, I am an FH. <laughs> you know? I know what you're yeah. saying. I just didn't want to say the F word. But, like, the, the one that we, the thing that we said. Anyways, um... And then he's like, and she's like, I sorry, my favorite line from this episode, or one of my favorite lines from this episode is um, she, when she when she says, I sorry, snap at you, and she he goes, if you didn't snap at me, I wouldn't learn anything, which is like that. I think that's what made like 
Mm-hmm. Like, he, he, he appreciates. He's such an optimist. Like, such a good guy. Like, They're, they just, they need to. You know, that's up. why the women love him, because he's a pleaser, I bet. He's a pleaser. Yeah. Um, but this was another one of those good transitions where they're talking about like, yeah, but I thought well, I thought a shadow killed Stan killed killed Renly. She's like a, a shadow with the face of Stannis Baratheon. Cut to cut to the wall. Cut to Stannis and Jon Snow talking. Um, and the temptation of Jon Snow continued. The, it continued. Um, although not as much because he's already got this good position, you know. Um. That's the. I don't really have anything to say about that part. I mean, we can talk about the killing, of, the cutting off yeah. of the. So yeah, that that beheading. Like I, I read another article. I'll 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 try and remember to post it to our our um, Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Another article comparing the various beheadings. Mm-hmm. Um, and the key comparison was between Jon Snow and Daenerys's respective beheading. So Daenerys came off looking very poorly with her beheading mm-hmm. last week. Yep. Whereas Jon Snow looked decisive. So uh, what is the difference? Uh, but the dis- difference is Jon Snow... Okay, first of all, Eddard Stark was the one he's modeled after right now. Yeah. Um, so that was and the, that and, was... and it's, it's, it's not whether it's right or wrong, it's whether this is the just thing to do. This is the law. Um, yeah. He is... He is um, whatever... Uh, Dungeons and Dragons alignment Superman is, he's that. You know? Yeah. Like, so, follow the law. And Jon Snow, so Daenerys hesitated. Mm-hmm. She she looked away. She didn't do it herself. She didn't do it herself. Um, Jon Snow did not hesitate. He gave him last words. He didn't even, like, say, I sentence you to death. He just did it. I thought he was good. I, there was a, a very brief moment where I thought... When the guy said, I'm just scared. I'm always scared. I thought, oh. And then he's like, nope, doing this. Yeah. That's a, I think that's a pivotal moment. I think. So what do you think? About... I like I like how he goes, okay, bring him outside. So-and-so, fetch my blade. And then they all go, they're all going outside. And the guy's like, I'm not, uh, I'm not scared. Bullshit, bullshit. And little kid's getting the sword. And meanwhile, Jon Snow's like, I'm going to finish my uh, horn of ale. Yeah, he he stays there. He's like he waits until he waits until. Got to make sure it's all set. Yeah, because he doesn't. Because here's the thing: you don't want to, you don't want to stand. Um, this is something I learned, and and Natalie probably can verify this. But when I was a TA, um, because I've never actually taught a real class, but I've been a TA. Um, on the first day of class, Natalie, do you stand there waiting for the students to come in, or do you come in right as the bell rings? Oh, I've always just waited. I'm I'm perpetually early. Like, okay. Um, I, I can't just walk in because I have to set up stuff. Okay. Well, I was told at some at some th- some like something that bring bell rings, walk in. Um. So that and so you can like hello class instead of like standing there like while people are setting up, you're like just standing there and you're like. Ha, 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 ha. And you I don't start know. Start now. Yeah. Natalie always gets asked whether she's a student. Like, like the first day of class, it's like, are you here for Vikings class? I'm like, I'm teaching it. <laughs> I remember, I remember, I thought my Greek professor was a grad student when I was taking Greek. She wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't. <laughs> I didn't. 
I didn't hit on her. I know. That was like the one time I was married. I never hit on anyone back then. One time. I never hit on anyone. That's good. That's good for a married guy. It is good. You don't hit on people when you're married. No, I'm just saying, like, I did a total gestalt shift. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, unless you're from Dorne, in which case. Mm, Anything goes. Anything goes. Anything goes. The Dornish. Anything goes. Temple of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Um, remember beginning of that. Yeah. Day. Okay. Um. So, so we have. So he he kills the dude. He kills the dude, and st- and and I don't think it was necessary to have him look up at Stannis and Stannis going. But like I it was approve. that was cute, you know. Yeah. Um. Then Stannis we, respects him. Then we cut to Arya and her bully girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the lo- bigger, different-looking Arya. Yeah, bigger, different-looking lo- Arya. And 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 and, and, and the, the... Do, do you think anything's like, what's what's happening there? What's happening there? Do you think they're going to interact? Do you think those two are going to Arya and other girl? The other girl's going to give her some advice. Yeah, and oh, and Arya. and in these shows, it like these for training to be effective in TV shows and movies. The person has to be slightly resistant at first. Yeah. You know? Um, but I want a joke to happen where, like, they'll be like, who knocked over the lamp? No one. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Or, 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 uh, hey, Cyclops, who gouged out your eye? No nope. man. For you, Greek mythology, I don't uh, remember that. out there. Uh, I, I I'm not gonna. Don't go into it, but I believe you. I can go into I it. I don't don't go into it, but I believe you. But like th- that, j- I feel like that joke could be used a lot in that house. Like, who did this? No one. Hey, who swept this? No one. Well, it looks good anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess my notes start getting really sloppy here. Um, I just I just write Winterfell. So, well, the only thing about I want to add is, so we get to the development with the Arya storyline where she's gone from uh, uh, floor sweeper to corpse cleaner, which mm-hmm. is a step up. It is a step up, although, why do they always start with the chest when you're giving a sponge bath in shows? Start with where the face. Start? start with the face. You start. Yeah. You Top okay, move down. Top when when I was um, a nursing assistant, which I was, and I would do. <laughs> Uh, the, uh, the 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 bed baths, uh, commonly known as a sponge bath, but you don't use a sponge; you use a basin with a, a washcloth. Anyways, um, the, while the water's still like kind of clean, you do the face, and then yeah. you do like uh, the things, and then you do the the uh, no the stinky the stinky parts last. Yeah, yeah, you do the stinky parts last. But like, why start with the chest unless unless it's, unless you're not really doing it for the cleaning purposes? Unless you're just trying to like show. Well, it's kind of ritual at this point, at this stage. Like they're dead, right? Yeah. So he doesn't care if he gets butt water in his face. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. He, I mean, that is the difference between giving a sponge bath to a, a living person and and uh, and bathing a dead person's body. That's it. I don't know why. I, maybe it's just lazy. Maybe 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 it's their ritual to start at the center of the body and work outward. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like with the chi. I'm just gonna say that the, the because of the chi. The, the many faced god believes in chi. But you gotta like put the um 
You gotta like warm up the eye goop. You gotta oh, yeah. wipe the eye goop out. Like while the water's yeah. still hot, you gotta wipe out the eye goop because that'll liquefy it quicker. Yeah. So okay. So but just to just to um, give a little bit of clarification, I, unless it isn't, unless it's immediately apparent to everyone who watches it. But the whole thing was like, there are people who come into this temple to be given the gift of death. Yes. So they sit by that fountain and and someone gives them some water. No, no, that's good that you brought that up because it's not immediately apparent. Like I only knew that because of the Viper read the books, but like that's it's not immediately. So they're sitting there and they kind of wait, and then somebody gives them a drink of the water from the fountain, and then they die. Mm -hmm. Because water's poisonous. Well, in great and sufficient quantities. Yeah. Magical place. No, it's they're in Mexico. They have, yeah, they cut through the part where he had severe diarrhea for three days yeah. straight. I remember when I was in, um, even today, I was in St. Petersburg. Well, even today. Uh, by today, I mean 1999. Um, we were, we had to brush our teeth with bottled water. You know, when I was in Kenya, I, I started brushing my teeth with tap water, which is probably a mistake. Idiot. Didn't you end up in the hospital with something anyway? One time I got it. One time you I got, got malaria or some shit. No, okay. So I got a fever. I had a fever, just a <laughs> fever, like down to your bones, like aching down to your bones. Malaria. <laughs> it was horrible. No, okay. So <laughs> no, but this is this is the funny Did thing. Did you get so AIDS or something? Some yeah, I think disease. so. Never got tested. Yeah. Um, but like, okay, so it was horrible. So I go to the hospital because I'm just feeling just <laughs> rotten, like seriously aching down to the bones. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I go in, they're like, we think you have typhoid. I'm like, what? How what? is that? Po-? I'm like, <laughs> what is I'm this, like, the Oregon are- Trail? <laughs> I'm like, how is that possible? For our non-American I, I, listeners, Oregon Trail was a game. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, how is Where that possible? Where people died was, of typhoid. I was, vaccin- I was vaccinated against typhoid before I came here. They're like, oh, well, then... are a government they're like, <laughs> That's why you have autism. Okay. Then they're like, oh, you were vaccinated? Then I guess you don't have typhoid. <laughs> you know, frankly, frankly, all the tropical fevers are pretty much... They have the same symptoms, so it could be any anything. Here, 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 have too many antibiotics. <laughs> have too many antibiotics and some AIDS. <laughs> Oh, can I interest yeah. you in a horror? I made, I made them. I made them. I made them unwrap the. They gave me. They drew blood to test me for mm-hmm. a couple things. I made them unwrap the needle in front of me. Oh really? Yeah, I was paranoid. I'm like, I'm like, is this a fresh needle? And they're like, here you go. Peel, mm-hmm. peel. Yeah. Wow, I wouldn't have thought of that. I would have right. been like, I would have been like, it's racist for me to assume. So go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Um, I'm no, I'm confident they would have given me a clean needle either way. But I had heard all sorts of scary stories from back when we were kids. Like when we were kids, uh, we traveled to Uganda, this like at height of the AIDS, AIDS epidemic, yeah. where like it was the given understanding that if you didn't have AIDS before you went to the hospital, you would you have get... AIDS there. Like if you see someone bleeding on the side of the road, don't touch them. Like Good Samaritan <laughs> doesn't help anyone. Unless you have latex gloves. Good yeah. Samaritans always carry latex yeah. gloves. Um, anyway, moving on. What were you saying? Okay, so um, who knocked yeah. over the lamp? No one. Winterfell. I have Winterfell written down. I don't know what that means. 
Did we go back to Winterfell at this point? We went back to Winterfell because Sansa arrived. Sansa arrived. I had to like play the part. And she did well. Oh, and she did well because you saw her face like transition from this, like, you know, like the the, and she had the good bags on her eyes, and into like, and um, if you look at um, because like I follow her and I forget her name. I apologize. Sophie Sophie Turner. I follow her on like uh, the different social meds, um, the different social meds, and uh, she's on the cover of like some British like magazines and stuff, and she's very beautiful. But like they make her in this look like haggard. She looks really drawn in this one. She's you know but then it's she like but then like, she brights, brightens up and it's almost like they changed the filter on the lens. I like how like the people who brought her like one of the servants was like, "Welcome back, Lady Sansa. The North remembers." I like yeah. that. Oh, that was good. I I just I wanted, I wanted the theme song to kick in. Don't dig it in. Don't dig it in. So did you guys feel like during <laughs> during um during Peter Baelish's talk like about like you have to be strong you you you'll get your revenge is like. Peter Baelish is planting the seeds. Like she's gonna kill some Boltons at some point. Oh yeah. Don't you think? I think like Sansa. Well, we're gonna, in the we're night. gonna get surprised by Sansa. Like well, she's gonna have a cunning revenge. Revenge doesn't take the place. Like revenge doesn't manifest itself in killing Boltons, does it? Well, if Boltons killed her. Well, she might not recite her list, but. That, you know, she's pretty pissed off at Bruce Bolton for killing her brother, you Maybe know? A, she might poison him. Wait, Bruce Bolton? Oh, yeah, because she thinks Bruce Bolton killed her brother. Because well, he, he did. They, they kind of betrayed. Bruce Bolton betrayed Catelyn and, and Rob. Like, totally, at the like, Red Wedding. Liter- literally stabbed them in the back. No, that was Walder Frey. Walder Frey did, certainly. But Bruce, but Bruce Bolton, Bolton was, was sitting right next to Kat, and, just... and she was like, oh! how could you? Oh, shit, yeah, no, I'm sorry, I apologize, you're right. So. I'm, I'm stupid, um, you're right. And that's that's why he was given the norm. Who remembers that part? No one. No man. A man doesn't <laughs> go by the name of man doesn't York. remember that. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, then we, then there's another... I just think she's going to be... But, oh, so you were talking about how, San, how Sophie Turner... You know, it's interesting. Like, you feel like you've watched these 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 kids grow up. Mm-hmm. You know, Sophie Turner's gone from awkward girl to to a beautiful young lady. She's 19. She's 19. It's almost as though someone wrote an article about how they grew up on the Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah. Did somebody write an article about they how did. they grew someone up? Someone did. Yeah. But I want to say, okay. I want to say, like, you know, remember how I said, like, Macy, Macy Turner or Macy uh, Williams is is eighteen now, and that seemed creepy that that I said that. I think the age of consent in the UK is like sixteen, so I was okay. You're okay. So you were well past. And the age yeah. of consent in in Westeros is whenever the hell Daddy says it is. It's when it's when your your blood lets. When your moon blood. <laughs> yes. When your moon blood comes forth. <laughs> She's ready to give child. Levi, you were in third grade when one of your classmates had your period. That's yeah. really early. That's very early. Gross, Natalie. That's just so early. No, I remember because like everyone freaked out, and then the teacher had to sit everyone down and be like, <laughs> and like, this isn't gross. Yeah. <laughs> it's sinful, but... But it's, it's... sinful, but it's not it's... gross. <laughs> Oh, the, but the teacher, the teacher also was like really, um, 
she was one of these weird like teachers <laughs> who pronounced things funny so like as her body did she say mat- mature mature yes she did exactly as her bodies mature of course our choir director in high school said mature oh, wait, oh were you in choir in high school yeah, of course I was. Your mom, director of choir. No, yeah, not well, mom, but like Teresa Ashworth, Mrs. Ashworth, great lady. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, lady. my mom, mom replaced her when I was in high school. Um, yeah, because uh, Mrs. Ashworth became uh, or started directing at the at, community college. Yeah. So, um, yeah, my third grade teacher. Yeah, so she said mature, and then one. <laughs> I forgot about this. One time. One kid called another, one boy called another boy a lesbian, and she made us all sit down and she explained <laughs> what a lesbian was. That's so funny. She even went as far as to say, and sometimes they use devices to oh help. Oh my them god. Oh my god. <laughs> like, she, she like basically described what strap ons are. I remember in fifth grade learning about sex stuff and like that's when i first learned what, about masturbation and i didn't know what that was and it was like i was told that it's when you have sex with yourself and so i pictured pulling your dick back <laughs> and putting it in your own butt like that's what i thought ma- I, that's what i thought masturbation was <laughs> tampon in well that's the thing grown women don't know even really remember season two of orange is the new black when they had they explained the third hole to a bunch of the prisoners and they're like what and they're like yeah don't you know well that's right have you ever wondered how you can pee with a tampon in (laughs) and so like they had a mirror and they're like holy shit there's a third hole i knew there's a third hole in fifth grade dad told me about it and then i asked mom did i tell you about this levi no. <laughs> I can take a of course drink you asked mom. I asked mom. I said, Mom, there's three holes. How do you aim for the right one? I said Jesus that. <laughs> I said, I didn't know. Because, like, I was like, I, I was like, this is a question her mom. Dad doesn't know. He's an idiot. He's never had sex. So I asked mom, how do you, I said, how do you aim for the right hole? And she goes, she said, you just know. And in my head, I was like, that's not helpful. That's not how she's like. It just goes in the right hole, and I was like, mm. <laughs> obstinate Nate. <laughs> but yeah, this was in fifth grade. I asked mom, Levi. I asked mom, 
It's like, it's easy enough for me because I just have one. <laughs> I know. When I'm masturbating, when I can finally get a long enough dick for masturbating. <laughs> Go all the way back around. <laughs> no, I... No, mom, mom said you just know. And, I, and, I, and she... Eventually, I was able to nail her down to saying the middle one. You must have been a trip to parent. No, My she, God. She, finally, I nailed her down to saying she said the middle one. God, you must have been horrible never, to parent. I'm I, sorry. I never have any of these things. <laughs> oh, man. You, you put mom and dad through their paces. Well, um, the thing is, they open themselves up by saying, if you have any questions at all, you can ask us. And Nate's like, okay, fair okay, game. Okay, I've got well, questions. I remember in fifth grade, I asked mom if I was gay. Remember that? Yeah. No. What? Yeah. I said, Mom, how I found out what gay was. And I was like, hey, Mom, how do I know? Am I gay? And she said, well, Nate, are you attracted to any of the boys in your class? Like, she didn't, like, immediately come down and be like, you're not gay. She's like, are you attracted to any of the boys in your class? Mom is pretty open-minded. She was, and she is. And I said, and so I said, she goes, are you attracted to any of the boys in your class? And I said, No. She goes, well, you're probably not gay. All right. Huh. That was what she said. I asked mom if I was gay. <laughs> good parenting. It is good parenting. <laughs> Nate. <laughs> you know, hey, Dad. I remember when I first got my contacts. I was also in fifth grade when I got my contacts. And that dad <laughs> gave me the... big year. That oh, was a big year. Dad, I was like, can you tell me? And, like, Dad was the one who explained to me, like, if an egg is the size of our car. Because we had gerbils at the time. If the egg is the size of our car, a sperm is the size of a gerbil. I was like, oh, that's, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Like, because you always think that they're the same size, like the sperm oh and the God, egg. Oh my God, what? If the egg is the size of our car, if the egg, because like, because the egg is so much bigger than the sperm. I know, but this is like, what the fuck, Jim? We were driving in a car when <laughs> it happened. <laughs> watching some like really bizarre cartoon in catholic school or catholic like whatever ecd whatever that stands for which was like the extracurricular dicks d <laughs> d <laughs> anyway go around the lag or like, some, under... like cartoon about like sex and how babies are made I'm sure the Catholic cartoon about how babies are made is... Well, between very... that and Look Who's Talking, which I did watch when I was a child... Yeah, that does I learned, provide some... I learned. Because you got the scene at the beginning of Look Who's Talking. You got the yeah. talking sperm who... The yeah. talking sperm, which, which, which uh, propagates the myth that the sperm is the identity. Anyways, let's move on um, to the next scene, which is... I say I wrote Castle Black, but I think we talked about all the Castle Black stuff, right? Yeah. Um. Then okay, we have Spe Septon, uh, Septon doing stuff. Um. And Cersei goes to talk to this High Sparrow. Who is this guy? He looks so familiar. That actor. I, I thought he looked familiar too, but I don't know. But um. I, I bet I'm 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 guessing he was like a, a former doctor. So they're like the equivalent. They're the Westeros equivalent of the Franciscans, basically. Okay. Kinda. What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the like the the monks like who aesthetics. like with, who were um itinerant and basically um, I can see that. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they, yeah, or like the John the Baptist types. Well, back yeah, the he's days. a Franciscan. Like, they were like, not he was a Franciscan, but they he took was, after his example. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Francis of Assisi, like, they did not have yeah. any property or any possessions or any... For sure. So they were itinerant and were beggars, basically. The beggar, yeah. like the gray monks. My, uh, mm. my Dungeons That's what he's basing these on. My Dungeons and Dragons character is a monk like that. Mm-hmm. He gives away yeah. all of his treasure treasures to uh, orphans and stuff. And he yeah, also, so they, his name they, is they Dalton from Roadhouse, my character. Nice. Well, they go around preaching and they wander and they don't own any property. They're like the, they take like the poor Jesus thing to yeah. the extreme. And I, I think Cersei did the smart thing in this case. Because, like, this, this, the Sparrow stuff is gaining popularity among the masses. And she's, earlier in the episode, she sees that, um, like, she's not popular with the with the king's, at least with the king's landing folk, right? Because they're all like, yeah. Marjorie, you're great! You're great! And they Marjorie, say Marjorie! And they say nothing about Cersei. And Cersei's like, well, you know what? The, these what people, about me? The people tend to like the Sparrow guy. I'm going to make him my buddy. So she puts the septon in the in the in the dungeon, and she like butters up this uh, sparrow, and it's like you know what the two the two pillars upon which a kingdom stands are faith and the crown, right? Yeah. And um, so she's so she's basically saying like I'll support you if you support me, you know? Yeah. And I think yeah, that's a smart that's a smart move. Um, like it'll. And, and and I think she's that's a powerful ally. Like a pow, he's seemingly powerless. How is he feeding all these people? For one thing, I don't know. But it's, it's he's feeding rats to people. So there's there's some classic examples. <laughs> like rats. What? Yeah. Pot of brown. It's a pot of brown. You don't mm. want to know what's in the brown stew. Yeah, you get a bowl um, of brown. <laughs> but you you you, the alliance between like radical religion and politics is 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 a well-proven one i mean in like modern times so here's a classic example the house of saud with uh, allying with wahhabi um islam or salafi islam as we we call it now wasabi um, islam yeah yeah what i like is that it doesn't stay hot after you eat it like it's hot yeah. at first but then it like goes away unlike okay. buffalo yeah. sauce Go ahead. So, so they, you know, like, like, <laughs> the 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 radical clerics give give um, give legitimacy to the to the king, and the king gives um, kind of like a, a state enforcement to the religious interpretation of the radical cleric clerics. It's a nice handy thing. Same with Reagan's cynical um, uh, wooing of like. Of evangelical and fundamental Christianity, fundamentalist Christianity. Was was Reagan the first uh, Republican to do that? Yeah, I think so. Because prior to that, Christ, Christ, uh, evangelical Christians were uh, aligned more with, with Democrats, Democrats, in my understanding. Yeah, I feel like that was a smart move. It worked out, but these things backfire sometimes. Eventually, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Um, one thing I want to say that I liked, um, when Septon, when the High Septon walked in, he was like, hey, by, by the way, so-and-so, so-and-so, and he looks at Pycelle. Yeah. And he's like, or no, was it, was it, 
Yeah, Pycelle, and it's it Pycelle's like, like don't worry it about doesn't, it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I like that. It doesn't matter. I'll do experiments on you later. And then I have another cool transition that happened, and I don't recall what it is. I just wrote a symbol. Like, I was like, oh, remember. And I wrote a symbol for cool transition, and then went back to Winterfell. Yeah, what's your cool transition symbol? Oh, Two the lines. dash, dash. Two nice. lines. Um, so, let's go to... Okay, so we get to um, our our uh, our heroes, Tyrion and Varys. Ah, uh, yes. And um, I really like seeing these other red priests, priestesses. Yeah. Um, so they get to um, where are they now? Not they're not Marine. They're in um, what's the place that they're in? Are they in Astapor, Yunkai? They're I'm on just the, gonna start naming cities. They're on yeah. the way to Marine. Anyways, um, they're on the way to Marine, and th- so they see a priestess, and who's 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 saying that like Daenerys is like the 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 kingdom come or whatever. Um, and he says something about like I haven't seen, like the only the last pri- time I saw a red priest was in was Thoros. It was this drunken priest Thoros. Has Thoros Thoros showed up again? Yeah, we saw him. He revived. Um, uh, what's his name? The guy who keeps dying. Keeps getting killed. The guy had a fight to the death with. Um, Do we still have we seen? The hound. Yet. I didn't. I don't follow. I don't, that's American just... Sign Language. You're Canadian, so you don't see it. Okay. Anyways, um. <laughs> Proceed. Anyways, um. So that's a whole thing that. I just remembered about from the books, but anyways, um, I guess I guess that's that's that with that. But like, do you okay? So Tyrion um goes to this whorehouse. Apparently, they have uh, uh some Daenerys cosplayers at the whorehouse. Yeah. Um, with the buttless Daenerys dress. The buttless Daenerys dress, and it looked like the it looked the dress looked kind of Daenerysy. Mm-hmm. That um, was blue. It was blue. Like I a, mean, it was blue. That was the one I, all I yeah, Daenerys was into buttless dresses. She totally yeah. wear that. Um, but let's just say, like, um, why, why, why do you think t- uh, Tyrion couldn't finish the deed? We have a couple emails, so let's wrap this up. Uh, he's yeah, in love with Shay still. He's in love with Shay. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Okay. Uh, he doesn't. He can't. He can't think of prostitutes the same way because he fell in love. With I one. just remember. I just remembered we had emails. <laughs> Okay, let's read the emails. I'll be right. You guys continue. I'll be right back. Okay, let's continue. All right. There's only a couple. All right. So, <laughs> Natalie, you'll have to pass on the, this one to Levi. Okay. Um, because in the last podcast, we told our listeners to write in for possible names for Levi's metery. Oh. Do you want to do the other email first? Let's then? do another email first. Yes. Um, here's one from Lana. Lana. Uh, she says, "Good morning, Natalie, Levi, and Nate. I have to. I feel bad to have to correct Astrid here, but she's wrong about hi- human skin developing last. Oh, we talked about how Astrid thinks that skin is the last to uh, develop in <laughs> utero. <laughs> no. I, yeah. No. I, I'm. I'm pretty sure that I remember that but, I had. 
but uh, but Lana confirmed that the butthole is the first thing. Anyways, I feel bad that I have to correct Astrid here, but she's wrong about human skin developing last. Develops in various stages throughout most of fetal development, but a basic single layer of cells is already covering the embryo at about four to five weeks of gestation. Also, guys, can we make this week's medical question not about embryology? It's not my strongest area. <laughs> By the way, the episode was absolutely brilliant. I loved it. I would write more, but I need to head off to work. Until next week, Lana XXX. Thanks, Lana. Um, and then she wrote another one when she realized we didn't record on Tuesday. Mm. Um, hey, guys. Me again. Oh, Levi's back. Um, Levi, the short answer is the skin does not develop last. Which we kind of knew, but yeah. didn't really want to break to Astrid. Yeah. I like that you let her, like, explore ideas. We're like, okay. The chickens so... will the chickens will hatch in your belly, yes. <laughs> you weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> All it's right. fun to, like, see how the... How their mind works. Mind yeah. Works. Well, kids are toys, right? Yeah. All right. Here's another one from Lana, and then we'll go, we have one um, that has to do with uh, naming your meadery from Cassie, Levi. Mm, we'll do good. this Lana one. Um, Lana says, hey guys, me again. This time I'll try to talk a little more about the actual episode. Although, first I wanted to confirm that the line of succession for the British monarchy is now dependent on the order of birth and not gender. Do you know? Okay, so do you know it'll actually? At least it is for anyone born from Prince, Prince George onwards. It'll. It, so here's an interesting thing: Queen Elizabeth is the Queen of Canada. <clears throat> Correct. Um, Canada has not passed legislation changing the line of succession. So, oh, if, so you might so, have Canada might have a separate king or queen. So if Will, so if if William and uh, what's her name? Kate. Kate. Had had a girl first. Kate Madison. Would... No, no, I'm sorry. Kate Fitchburg. No, no. Kate Middleton. <laughs> ha. Wisconsin joke. Wisconsin um, joke. If they had had a uh, daughter first, um, and Canada had not passed legislation, it would have caused some sort of constitutional crisis. Wow. That's all. That's all. That's interesting. Would yeah. it have caused a constitutional crisis, or just a change in who's on the money? Uh, you need a head of state. That's our head of state. I'm behind state. Yeah. Dumb. Ass, ass of state. Okay, go ahead, yeah. Lana. Uh, which is definitely a step in the right direction. However, I'm looking forward to the day when the government realizes that having a monarchy is inherently undemocratic. Yep. And we dissolve it and redistribute the wealth. I yeah. hey, those, okay. those people's ancestors... Killed a bunch of people fair and square for that job. They killed okay? a bunch of people fair and square for Try their... explaining to your child, as I did after we drove home from Cinderella, the live-action Disney film. That she could never be a queen. she could never be queen or a princess unless she's she married. She's not a meritocracy, kiddo. Yeah, oh, she's, like, well, she's like, I think that when I grow up, I really want to be a princess. You, I'm like, well, Natalie, I'm sorry. You didn't tell her that, did you? I told her. I said, you... Well, what am I supposed to tell him? I know, Reality you're sucks. right, you're right. You did the right thing, but it's, oh, God. Like, well, I'm sorry, honey, but these, you know, it's a weird system that is based in your family and what you were born into. And if you 
your mom and your dad and your grandma and your grandpa and your great grandma and great grandpa weren't kings and queens, princesses and princesses, whatever, then you cannot be you know, royal. You know that the Queen of England, like she's like she has like thirteen trillion dollars. She could buy the United States national debt and then own us again. That could uh, happen. I did tell and, Astrid and yet that there she's were still subsidized by British ta- taxpayers. I did tell Astrid that there were eligible male and female royals. Yeah, she. Which could... one's the Nazi one? Is he single still? Nazi one. You know the one who dressed well, as a Nazi? Did... The red, the ginger. Here's the question. The Harry. Um. Yeah. Harry. Harry. Um. Here's a question, Lana. Do they recognize same sex? Unions within. Ooh, that's oh, good. there you go, Lana. Research. Okay. We're, we're, we try to be very like non-specific when we talk to Astrid about. I think Astrid's into dudes. I do too. I do too, but you know, you never but, know. But you, I mean, you, you, her. we've not pushed you should her. Still should, you still shouldn't be. Plus, she's too young to. She hasn't gone through puberty. If it, it doesn't matter who she's into. I don't think I should be prescriptive in it because she yeah. should think it's cool to. But we tell her like you can marry anybody who's basically what we've told her is you can marry anyone as long as that person is not your relative. No, you can't marry dad. <laughs> no, you can't marry your aunt Jessie. You, no, you can't marry your aunt Jessie. <laughs> no, you cannot marry your sister. Um, all of these have come up, but um, well, no, yeah. I used to want to marry uh, my cousins. Yeah, well, you know, right. uh, two hundred years ago, that would have been totally yeah, legit. Um, you know, um, even expected. You know who? You know who gets it? Uh, Fred Rogers, Mister Rogers. Um, he 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 talked about how like when he was a child, he wanted to marry his mother, and he was explaining to us. And I was like, you know what, Mister Rogers, you're right. I wanted to marry my mom. Anyways, let's continue. <laughs> Um, now, she, now, she explained what, where the third hole was. Let's, let's change the subject. And <laughs> Mr. Rogers, take me on a tour of the crayon factory now. Mr. Rogers is the shit. Yeah. Okay, Lana. Um, what did I say that uh, uh, redistribute the wealth? I, for one, am looking forward to receiving my diamond necklace and my gold doubloon. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking of the monarchy, Marjorie is once again queen of Westeros. I'm always impressed with how manipulative she is, whilst still coming across as a nice person. I really love all the interactions between her and Cersei. It feels like Cersei may have finally met her match. Although, yes. I can't help thinking that one of them is going to end up murdering the other pretty soon. Mm. Yeah. Well. I have that feeling, too. I really hope that Arya learns to do the face-changing thing that Jack and Hagar can do. Oh, yes. That's a pretty yes. Ne- that's a pretty great skill to have. I'm glad she still kept needle. Um, yeah, me too. I guess don't it... sink needle. That'll no. rust. That'll rust. Well, I don't know if it'll rust. It'll rust. Is it stainless steel? Probably not. Probably not. I don't know where they are in, in terms of uh, human history. I don't know when stainless steel was developed. After iron, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Anyways, I guess it isn't a good idea if she wants to stop being Arya Stark, but it would be too sad to see Needle go again. It's such a well, it's 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 a paradox. So you have two docs to to get your revenge. You need to stop being Arya Stark, but if you stop being Arya Stark, maybe you stop caring about revenge. revenge. Yeah. Ah. Okay. Uh, once again, I'm saying it in British, British. 
I, at least that one word I'm spanking. I have, I have a colleague who who says things like again. Yeah. He also says lieutenant instead of lieutenant. I had a a friend who was uh, David Salo. He did the um, Tolkien translation for the uh, Lord of the Rings movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to grad school with him, um, and he would say things like again. And there was another thing he used to say that was that was really weird. Anyways, continuing. Once again, I feel incredibly bad for Sansa. Although I do sometimes find her character a bit annoying, she's had to go through so much, and frankly, no one should have to marry into the family that killed your mum and brother, and especially to marry such a torture-loving man. Yeah. I'm really interested uh, to see what happens when Theon and Sansa finally see each other. Also, yeah. Also, I'm hoping that Littlefinger has a bigger plan for him and Sansa will, uh, it's for him and Sansa to take over the North and screw over the Boltons. I have an, I actually have an idea about Theon and Sansa. Um. Okay, go I'm, ahead. I'm also curious about which queen, uh, which queen Jorah <laughs> is going to take Tyrion. Oh yeah, two, yeah, yeah. Cersei, Marjorie, or Daenerys? I guess we'll have to wait and see. Good night, Lana XXX. Thank you, Lana. Thanks, Lana XXX. That's one kiss for a piece. Yeah, I know. I just like to call her Lana XXX. That's cool. Alright, here are some... Um, he, this is from Cassie. Okay, Cassie. Let's hear it. Uh, names for your meadery. All right. By the way, I'm drinking tonight a 2013 Highbush Cranberry Sizer. So that's apple, honey, and Highbush Cranberries I picked myself. Oh, well. Levi's so fancy. That's Uh, all. That's all. First first, uh, submission, Antigone's Aim. Mm. Like it. I like Antigone. Um, Pretend I don't know who that is. Antigone is a, um, what is she, a daughter of Oedipus? I feel like she's a daughter of Oedipus. She's a daughter of Oedipus. Euripides wrote a, or is it Sophocles? Sophocles wrote it, but, um. Boy, it's been a while, I'm sorry. Daughter of Oedipus. Oedipus, as our British listeners would say. She got some. She got some badass revenge on some people. I, right. I believe. Maybe. Uh, the next uh, one is uh, Sumner's Stouthearted. Sumner's Stouthearted. I That's like that. That's named after but... Senator Charles Sumner. Um, <clears throat> that is a senator who was beaten on the Senate floor with a walking cane uh, for his anti-slavery positions and views and speaking of Parliament. Way to go, Sumner. Yeah. I so like Sumner's like Stouthearted. That would be one. I like it. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, and, and this one I did look up and I don't, and I still don't know the pronunciation, but Comus, Comus's Sip or Brew, and that is a Jen Milton reference, um, and Comus is a character inspired by the god of rev- revelry, revel- revelry. So it's like a Dionys- Dionysian. Like a Dionysian, Dionysian, Dionysian. A, ba- a Bacchanal. A Bacchanal, yeah, let's go, let's go with. Uh, Johan Sebastian Bacchanal. Um, okay, guys, I'll write in later with my thoughts on Game of Thrones Season 5, Episode 6. 
Oops, she didn't get in on time. And it's my thoughts. Appreciate the metery thoughts. And my thoughts on the blacklist from last week. If there's time before you record, Cassie M. Thank you, Cassie. Thank you, Cassie. She's a strong supporter of her, us. Like she, um, every time we I put think... out, every time we put out a podcast, <laughs> is she the one who like tweets? She tweets, and yeah, and I think she listens to some of the Matt and Levi ones, which we've been. I know a she little listens to Matt and Levi, right? Out. Yeah. She's a faithful listener. We really like our listeners. Yeah. It makes us feel nice about ourselves. I feel like... It makes it worthwhile that we actually do this. And it makes me feel sexy that we only have women writing in. Yeah. We used to have a, man, a, a, a couple of male interlocutors. Well, we had one male write in, but he became part of the podcast group. No, 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 no. We had early... Um, what's it? I oh, we had Ken. Ken. Yeah, was I was already... just in, I just spent four weeks in Chicago where Ken lives, and I didn't oh. look him up. Well, next time you go, look him up. All right. I bet he's still podcasting of ba- uh, Bastards and Broken Things. Look him up. All right. I mean, I, I'm telling the listener now, look him up. He probably has a great podcast. I haven't been listening to podcasts lately, but I bet it's great. He was yeah. a, he was great. And we had Kurt, um, season our, our season one interlock theater. <laughs> Using what's word. happening in the background natalie's uh using our uh what's it called soda stream no- noise maker noise maker she's making homemade soda water Ooh. it's a it's a thing you have you you it 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 has i've um, seen the info it has a co2 cartridge and you charge up the water with co2 oh, okay. she was she was fixing herself a snack oh what kind of snack uh, she has this pita bread with melted cheese on top, and I'm not uh, to touch it. That sounds really good. I that know. sounds so good. I know. Don't touch it, Levi. I'm eyeballing it. <laughs> I want it so bad. I'm serious. I do too. You don't touch my food. So, Levi, so... which of those, which of these names do you want? Okay, so it's Antigone's aim. Sumner's Sumner stout. What stout heart? Stouthearted or Comus's Sip or Comus's Brew. You know what? I actually think all of those would be good names for, for, like, even if I didn't use any of them for the name of the meadery um, proper, mm-hmm. they'd be names of brews. The brews. That, so that Sumner were... Stouthearted would be. You know what? Would that be, be a stout? It'd be a Braggot, which is a which is a barley mead. So it's basically oh. a strong beer made with honey. Okay. So it's like a barley wine. Um, if you were to hear the the phrase Antigone's aim, what type of mead would that be? Uh, I would do a something that's um, shot with an arrow, like an apple mead. Yeah, I would do an apple. It would be a fruit mead. So I I would do like um. Because that lends it's Antigone's mead. Antigone's aim. Uh, like it, it strikes me as some kind of a William Tell kind of thing. Yeah, you know what I would do? I'd have the on the label. I'd have an arrow through an apple, even though that's just not. That's not the thing, but yeah. The thing, but yeah. Yeah. And then Comus's sip or Comus's. I feel like that's too hard to say. I don't. I what's don't the even co- What's the What's the reference to Comus? Remind me what. John who, Milton. Who? You know the Paradise Lost guy. I think it's the same yeah. fellow. Okay, so I would do something very, very. Um, I would do something like really rich and and like yeah, character inspired by the god of revelry. Okay, yeah, definitely, yeah. So that would be that'd be a strong, you know, that would be that would be a, what they call a sack mead, which is 
a 16 to 20 percent alcohol content so it's like a port or a like a port or a sherry like it's Revelry. a strong mead. so levi the 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 sizer you're drinking right now mm-hmm. what would you call that of these three Mm. I would say Antigone's aim, right? Antigone's aim, because and and I think yeah, I, I and it's and it's a cranberry sizer, so it's got a little tang. Little oh, tang. yeah, tang. I, I like it. So, um, listeners, keep uh, writing in with your suggestions for things to name Levi's meadery. Oh, by the way, good news on the meadery. Friend. I don't want a beehive in our backyard. <laughs> You should get a beehive. Okay. Edmonton let's, just made it legal to have beehives. Right, I know beehives. this. I know this. We'll, we'll talk about this offline, Natalie, because you're wrong. But we'll talk about it offline. I don't want to have the argument on the podcast. No, I'll, I'll wait until next summer. I'll wait until next summer. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're absolutely wrong. But anyways, um, um, homemade honey, Natalie. Anyways. Maybe. Maybe I'll maybe maybe you know how Rachel's parents have a farm. Maybe I'll put a beehive on their farm. Is okay. that acceptable? Yeah. Compromise. I'm I'm a I'm a peacemaker. I yeah. seek compromise. Yeah. This is what marriage is about. This yeah. is what marriage is about. Was, Not putting husband. beehives in the backyard. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Nope. Nope. Um, this is uh, Bjork Brothers at gmail.com. Bjork Brothers on Facebook. Bjork Brothers on iTunes. Bjorkbrothers.com. All, all I'll just Bjork Brothers. Just look just it up. Bjork yeah. Brothers. Um, Satisfied
there we go. This has been no. I just that's that's how I'm gonna end it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> no. That's that's better. That's yeah, better. I think so. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.